Welcome back to another episode of the Contact Center Cactus Chat. I'm back here in the Philippines again, and we got Jake back. Uh, we're here together again in the Philippines, and uh, just came back from your uh, trip in the U.S. for many months. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, I'm glad that uh, we're here again recording and for another topic. And yeah, it's nice to be back, and uh, yeah, people are you know, excited, uh, probably uh, excited to uh, hear our you know, new episode. Yeah, I hope so. Hope you're willing. If you're listening, then you should be excited because today we're going to be talking about how outsourcing can help impact small businesses. And uh, if you're a business owner, unless you have a giant, giant business, then more than likely your business is considered uh, a small business. In fact, uh, you kind of forget, you know, you think of the little mom and pop companies, that's a small business. But uh, according to the SBA, if your business has under 40 million, in revenue or you have under 1500 employees you're still a small business so that covers a lot of companies out there right <laughs> yeah it's um yeah surprising that uh, the level of uh considered a small business is uh, you know taking revenue at the as that high so there's a lot of you over there and um i know that uh you know some of you are struggling and um you want what you might want to listen and consider uh, the 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 you know, ideas that we have here and uh based these are all based on the experiences that we had for the past um, years of uh, working with. Not right. just years, eight years. years. We're still celebrating the eight-year anniversary of PacBiz, uh, and Jake made it back just in time to celebrate with us. And I thought it was kind of cool because usually you're welcoming me here, and I uh, got to be here and welcome you here. <laughs> yeah, you got in here first. So. Yeah, beat you here itself. So. Um, but yeah, eight years. So we've had eight years of experience working with small businesses uh, across the UK, Canada, and the US. And we've seen a lot over those last eight years. And they, you know, even before this eight years ago, I had my own taxi business and Jake was supporting that. So, well, we, we have seen a lot and gone through a lot together. Oh, yeah. And, uh, I, I can remember the, uh, you know, Doc, I don't know how, how we categorize that company. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they'd, it doesn't fit under the small business definition. Micro business, I think, as a category, it would probably be a micro business. So. Yeah. And uh, from, you know, the experience that I had on that, uh, uh, on the working with you at that time was, you know, really under, on, uh, I mean, a lot, like, you know, taking care of, uh, you know, being a call taker and dispatcher at the same time, you know, building relationships with uh, the drivers and uh, along with, you know, customers are pretty common and, you know, they like a business, so they call back and, um, get to get to know their voices and, uh, being familiar with, uh, where they go and, um, you know, all this stuff. So, um, uh, you know, uh, looking back, I can, I can't think, um, like what are the missing pieces, uh, for that, uh, uh company to be successful. And, um, yeah, as we all know, we, uh, transitioned into a call center and, uh, Eric didn't continue working. Um, and, uh, uh, with that business. So, uh, yeah, we, we can spot what are the missing pieces of, uh, of, uh, you know, small businesses to make it more successful. We work with different, uh, level, um, I mean, le sizes of businesses. So there are small businesses, there are big businesses. So we, we can, we can really see, uh, what you're going to become if you're a small business and, um, uh, you know, what to expect if you're going to grow. Um, bigger and um, even more, you know, double or triple your the size of your current businesses. So um, yeah, we can guide her from there. 
um, basing on um, on that. And um, a lot, a lot of uh, you know, you know, if uh, you would ask, oh, we are prepared. Like um, the the there are groups of uh, agents who are taking care of bigger businesses uh, that has a really uh, different cast of guidelines, like uh, more stricter, more uh, more like really, really in line with the uh, with the policy, and that they really built for you know having to uh, run the business for a while. So. And uh, there are also businesses which are small, and um, you know the it's like kind of freestyle, like <laughs> just being a call taker, do whatever you, um, you know, just take calls and you know take the orders and uh, get the let the uh, super uh, the uh, dispatchers deal with the uh, dispatching and uh, those things. So yeah, and uh, outsourcing. We talk about um, outsourcing how it helps small businesses. Yeah, we uh, there. Uh, the aside from uh, what I mentioned earlier, um, the the size of the size of businesses that we cover is, uh, you know, we 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 had that big company before. You can remember Eric, and uh, uh, we can really uh, see uh, how 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 I mean the expertise of those people uh, over there on shore. Like uh, they tell us. Oh, this is this has to be done like this, and then you know the the things that really they consider more, uh, you know, uh, you know the the counting of um, um, the state, for example, the the reasons why uh, we have this uh, no show, uh, you know, well, for small businesses, I don't know if um, um, with Drewcap uh, before um, we would say that no show is because uh, the customer wasn't there. And um, we didn't question why. So, so what Jake's talking about for you, those who are not in the tax industry, no show is when you go to pick up a customer, and they're not there. <laughs> yeah, they're they're not there. And so, this bigger companies has this questions why. So we need to provide those uh, reasons why uh, the customers were not there. Is it the fault of uh, the call taker, uh, the dispatcher, the driver, or the customer? So. We need to work with that. We don't have, we're not recording this stuff for Eric. And uh, I think uh, those are the things that um, the small businesses or the businesses or just started doing with, uh, you know, with the taxi business uh, would uh, would have to learn. And um, yeah. Well, yeah you, make, you make a great point because, you know, the way I look at it is uh, small businesses, like this, when you first start out, you're wearing a lot of hats, right? And you're just starting out. All those different hats, you know, you're maybe you're updating the website, you're answering the phones, you're managing the staff, you're hiring, you're doing the interviews, you're doing the training. And as your business gets bigger, you get to take some of those hats off and you get to give them to other employees. Yeah. And so, and, and then you get to be more sophisticated. You know, I think even here at PacBiz, the policies and procedures that we have today compared to three, two, I mean, five years ago, six years ago, seven years ago, when we were much smaller, or as Jake was saying, when I had my own taxi company uh, almost over 10 years ago now, we're, we're just trying to keep the lights on. We're just trying to get day to day. And the challenges for those businesses are different as you get bigger. And so what's interesting for us is we have to adapt to wherever that business is at, whether it's like a business owner that's wearing a lot of hats. Okay, we could take a couple of those from you so that you could focus on other things. 
And then as it gets bigger, it's not that we're taking away work from the owners. Now it's like there's challenges in the business, such as they don't have, they, they know that the calls need to be listened to, but maybe there's a lot of turnover, so they can't keep up with that. Or um, the they know that things need to be measured and uh, we need to look at listening to calls. We need to look at doing all this stuff that business owner with all those hats, they can't do that because they, again, they got all those other hats. So yeah. they got to focus on paying the bills. They got to focus on being the, the banking person. And so it really, you know, it's, becomes challenging. <laughs> yeah. It's really important. You know, it's, um, you know, how, to, how the customers are taken care of, like, um, you know, what, what customer, uh, can cause a, an impact to, you know, if you're living in a small, uh, small city or with your small taxi business. And, you know, that's, um, it's really rare that you don't have a competition. It, it has, you, you have to have a competition, um, that, uh, you know, other, uh, other people are running taxi businesses over there. Uh, how would you be like ahead of them? Um, of course, um, um, you know, we're getting the right people, um, you know, just connecting to the right, um, um, outsourcing company. Um, yeah. And, uh, that's, that's the reason why, um, so there's, there's a lot that you can get from, um, from outsourcing, uh, then, uh, you know, you know, just trying to run your own business on your own. And, um, you know, aside from what Eric mentioned that, you know, uh, trying to get uh, some of your hats, like, uh, you know, g giving it, uh, give it to us. And, uh, um, aside from that, um, uh, the company that you're trying to work for, uh, like I'd like to mention app is, uh, it's, we've been, we've been here for eight years and, um, you know, we, we've seen a lot from the small, smallest business to the biggest business that we had, like, um, uh, thousands, thousands of fleets. And multiple industries, you know, we've had big clients that are in e-commerce and, uh, and, and other industries. And, you know, just today we, I had a whole conversation with someone that, uh, manages a, a hotel and resort and we're looking at airlines, we're in healthcare, we're doing virtual assisting, uh, and the virtual assisting stuff is cool too, because we're working with really micro businesses, you know, they're wearing all the hats and they're being overwhelmed. Uh, because they're managing their own calendar. They're following up with people on their LinkedIn on top of like, what do they got to do to push the company forward? Uh, it, yeah, it, it, it's a lot. So we get to see all that. And um, I think one thing that, you know, people, what are some actionable takeaways here? If you're a small business and you're scaling and like, what can you learn from working with a call center? And I think one of the things that I've seen time and time again is a nice pattern, which is when people outsource, uh, for the, especially for the first time, then the, their key people, they're never let go. They're never fired. What do they do with those? Um, put them somewhere else. Like, um, you know, uh, being a call taker is, uh, it's somehow like, uh, you know, you, you be, you'll be trapped on that chair uh, for eight hours. You know, I'll just uh, doing the simple job, the technicals, and uh, though it's simple, I would say, but it, it has to have the skills like, uh, you know, how to handle, uh, talk to a proper way of talking to to it, the customer. Like, or we always wanted them to call back. You know, the experience is also there that uh, we consider that uh, they will be happy. And uh, during the, you know, 
uh, the the conversation and uh, and um, yeah, there's so many things that could, that, that like that uh, should be considered uh, being a politicker as well, aside from you know, you know those things. But uh, going back to uh, what are those people um, that used to do that politicking do uh, right after uh, you know outsourcing? No, they can be um, doing so many things like uh, the marketing and um, the doing uh, so many stuff, uh, planning ahead, you know, checking uh, what would be the coming events, uh, so many things, and uh, like uh, a lot. The weather, or you know, that that can also be considered. That uh, there's there there's so many things um, that uh, are, that would come up, uh, you know, by just uh, changing the weather, like. You know, there's there's a storm coming in, and um, you know things like that, and uh, busy busy time uh, during Christmas uh, seasons, and uh, uh, we would talk about this, and uh, when uh, they have that event in um, locally, so if you know the call takers are not available, we're here, uh, we we take over, and uh, we're not you know trying ourselves, um, thinking that uh, I could be in that event uh, while I'm here because you're you're you know you're the things that ha- that are happening there are not happening here. So, what excites the people there to go out and not to go to work doesn't affect the people who are working here in the Philippines. So, when people are outsourcing uh, for the for the first time, then that means that jobs are impacted locally, but not necessarily. Like I, I would say, eighty to ninety percent of the time, what are they doing with those people? Those key people that maybe have been managing the call center, taking calls they don't just get let go, right? Like, what do you usually see those people end up? Actually, there are two things that's going to happen. Um, the people who are giving the headaches, they can go. Yeah. And the people who are really uh, helping them with the company, um, they can stay and uh, they can give them a different kind of, you know, uh, level of roles. And um, yeah, like the, they can they can help uh, planning. Uh, you know, managing the business, and uh, while the you know the other people are, uh, you know, who will be, uh, you know, you can you can identify where they will they will be good at. So yeah. that's um, that's another uh, help from uh, you know um, outsourcing. Yeah, because I think you know a lot of business owners that dream about like, oh man, if I could just have this person take this over, but I can't because they're taking calls, and I can't. We keep losing people and answering the phones and those are again those are the bigger little bit bigger of a business uh we also work with a lot of businesses where they're smaller like i i, I mean i think of uh like home service companies uh like when everyone first gets started like with me in the taxi business we were literally answering our own phone calls for the taxi company and that's where we started the call center and no, I just had this conversation with the 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 resort owner uh, or someone that manages the resort just a little bit ago. They're like, we we don't want to. We want to focus on the the operations of the hotel. We want to focus on making that a great guest experience. But instead, they've got to deal with they had three people answering the phones um, and handling reservations and. Like there's a lot of turnover. There people aren't maybe performing well, and, and that's just one symptom. Let, let's talk about the other one. When you are running, some, if you have someone working at your company, answering the phones, answering emails, and you're a a small small business, how much 
time and resources you have to listen to the phone calls, to look at their metrics, to see, are they doing average handle time? Are they, when they make a mistake, are you able to coach them uh, and making sure they're making improvements? Many times with a lot of these businesses, it's an afterthought. And so when they start to outsource, now they're able to improve customer service because now we do all that. We're listening to calls. We're coaching the agent. We're making sure that they're logged in on time. And if not, someone else is filling in or we're working with the client to make sure, you know, they fill in for a little bit, What whatever. We work as a team to make sure that the calls are being handled, the customer's getting a great experience. And it, it is a lot of stuff that happens behind the scenes behind the scenes that you don't get to do when you're a smaller company. It just gets yeah. ignored. Some other companies are, you know, taking calls by, um, you know, just casually talking to the customer. Like, um, here, uh, on the outsource, um, uh, company, um, call takers or agents are really trying to, uh, make that, uh, customer feel like, you know, is, is being valued. Like, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the, the way they talk to them, um, you know, proper proper way of, you know, introducing the company, stuff like that, the opening spiels and uh, those things. And, um, you know, uh, not interrupting them while they're talking. Those are small things, but, you know, those are, you know, they they, they feel like, they feel different um, right after that. Like uh, the experience um, that we're talking about, it's, you know, it's different. Um, so uh, that's how outsourced outsourcing uh, companies role is really, uh, you know, uh, taking impact to those small businesses. And, um, yeah, the, the, I, I can, uh, you know, there are small other businesses are saying that the, your call takers are amazing. How, how can, well, we did think of that, like, you know, uh, just talking to the customers while, uh, you know, just that's how, uh, if you're working in a call center for a while, that's within you already, like, how you can't take that away from you, uh, even if, uh, uh, outside, uh, talking to, um, different people and, you know, it's already within you. So, uh, that's, that's something that we have, uh, with, uh, with, it, with, it, with our company that, um, uh, that's, we say is normal, but, you know, I can see how amazed those, um, um, small business owners, uh, when they hear, uh, how our call takers uh, take the calls and, um, how they, how we talk to, uh, their customers and for sure, uh, first time customers will call back because, uh, they know how uh, they can feel how, how they were treated uh, when they call. Yeah. And you know, for it's again, a lot of people start a business and they've got this dream that they want to make it this bigger company. Uh, but many times with the average, the majority of small businesses that are created out there fail after you know five years or so and like why is that it's because you're you don't you're not able to do everything that you want to do like if you had more time money resources then you might be able to make that business successful maybe you're just in the wrong industry completely but that's another story if you're if you're seeing the growth if you're seeing the potential we're getting more customers now we can't keep up we're getting calls but we can't keep good people on the phones to answer them or the business owners answering them. Or even worse, the, um, the people that don't show up, like how many times can your business be closed or not available because no, you're, you know, they're not there. They're not showing up. So you don't need to worry about their, those, um, 
you know, call takers or agents not showing up in your end, uh, that's our problem. And uh, mm -hmm. we have a lot of people that can fill, fill in and, um, you know, cover shifts. So, so you're, so for small business owner, you guys listening here, if you're the entrepreneur and you're doing a lot of the work yourself, then think about like, okay, how do you, like, what is your goals? Where do you want to be at the next three to five years? And how are you going to get there quicker? Uh, because time is money and you know, you don't, you can't spend the rest of your life trying to figure this out. Like you got to get that business going. Maybe you've made sacrifices. You quit your job to start this business or you've been at this for a couple of years and you're, you're scraping by. You're like, okay, if I could just do this and this and this we'll be successful. And I remember that when we had the taxi business, I'm like, okay, if I can get this account and this account and we can do this, then we can get bigger and then we can invest in that. And that's how outsourcing can help you get there sooner. And it, it, it's like a shortcut to skip some of that pain of like figuring out how to manage the calls and the phone. I guess a huge important piece of your business, the customer experience. And if that's suffering, are people going to come back to you? Because really like when your business is, is trying to grow, you're competing against other businesses that already exist. Unless you come up with a brand new something, brand new business has never been around before, but more than likely you're out there competing against the big dogs and with way less resources, way less people and, uh, and it's tough. So that means long nights, not sleeping, uh, sacrificing time with family, pouring in money to the company. Maybe I'm speaking your guys' language of people listening right now because you're in the middle of that. And so if you're not outsourcing or if you're outsourcing with the wrong company and they're not able to achieve the goals that you're looking at, certain handle time, uh, happy customers, maybe the people you're outsourcing to, they could potentially have their own turnover issues, uh, especially, you know, in a place, there's cities here in the Philippines, they always, uh, you might've heard me say in a, in a past episode, you know, you can be fired in the morning, quit in the morning and find another job in the afternoon because there's that many call centers. And so if it's that easy to quit and get another job, then, you know, that's still not going to be good for you. You haven't solved that problem yet. So the turnover with your outsourced company also has to be low. Otherwise, you're still going to be cycling through. Like, they're going to have to bring new people on and they've got to learn, make some mistakes, and then they'll get to that level you're looking at. So um, can you afford to do that? You know, like, the way I try to take that approach back 10 years ago, 11 years ago, 11 years ago with my tax business, we tried to pay people like minimum wage, like, okay, at least we'll have some person with a heartbeat answering the phone so that it's not ringing off the hook and no one's picking up or that it's not one week before we get to those customer emails. Like someone's responding better than nothing, but really is it, <laughs> you know, like you've just plugged the hole, but it's still leaking. And, uh, so, yeah. And, uh, I can already imagine like, uh, one customer will say, I'm not going to call that company again. Is, uh, because of the experience yeah um, and yeah one customer can uh, talk to other people and you know spreading those news that you know they're not being treated uh well and so why yeah not? you need every customer when you're a small business i don't think anybody i mean when you're a big giant corporation they don't seem to care but that's who you guys are competing against that's who you guys think all right these big companies i could do a much better job serving my community providing this service, selling this product. And, uh, and 
So that's where you're, you're going. Like you could be going up against Amazon. You could be going up against, uh, you know, just giant companies. So how are you going to compete against them? And how much money or, and time and effort are you spending to acquire those comp those customers? And then you give them a crap experience when they call in on the phone because you don't have enough staff or the staff you have isn't trained. They're all new because they keep getting hired again. Like that's the kind of stuff that we help solve for small businesses. Because if you get those things figured out and now you're able to focus on your business or you got key people now, you got someone that was managing your call center agents and now they're managing operations. Now they're, now they're able to, they know your business well. That's why they keep them. And now they put them in another part of the company so that you could start growing. Now you could take off more hats as a business owner and maybe you grab some more hats, some new ones that you've been wanting to put on. And that's how you grow. And that's how working with a partner like an outsourced business like us here can help you get there and achieve those goals. So. Yeah. So outsourcing, uh, it's like starting to uh, get rid of half of the problem that you have right now. So give that problem to us and uh, we'll help you. And uh, go ahead and um, go uh, get the problem of how to grow your business. And um, there's so many things out there that you can do with the business. Just uh, let us do the you know, that part where the cost center, our cost center can uh, take care of. Yeah. Focus on your core business, right? And because I, I always say, one of my phrases I would say is you didn't start your business to start a call center. You didn't start your business to schedule a bunch of calendar invites and answer emails. But, you know, it's frustrating when it's, you know, 12 o'clock at night and you're still looking at, I've got another hour of emails I still got to get through because it, I don't have the resources to, to, to help answer these, or I'm taking calls or I'm managing this person that's managing the call center. So, yeah. So I, I really hope that this episode, uh, we probably will break this down into two, but if it's one long one, then okay. Thanks for listening the whole time, but I hope you got some nuggets out of this and, uh, some valuable like tips on or reasons anyway, on if you're on the fence about outsourcing and you're thinking about if this is right for me. And yeah, I mean, there's some real, real gold examples Jake and I just shared on why it helps the companies that we help. And, you know, at the end of the day, almost every single client that's ever worked with us here at PacBiz over the eight years has stuck with us. And once they start working with us, they not only do they stay working with us, but they add on more people and they grow and then they hit the goals they're looking for. And now, what do you know? Like they're able to take that money that they've saved and invested in other parts of the company to help the company grow. Or now their sales are better, and so that they have more money that way, and they're able to grow. So, uh, But it, it takes money, it takes time and effort, and we we help with all of that for small businesses. So, well, Jake, hey, welcome back again. It's great to be doing podcasts with you again out here. Yeah. So thanks for uh, being on the show, and thank you guys for listening. Uh, and so what are we talking about next episode? We're going to be... Customer experience metrics, it looks like. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, how to measure it. And, uh, yeah, uh, the measuring about um, customer experience, um, you know, it, it, it should start with, you know, with the customer is, you know, be thinking of uh, how to, you know, like how to get to you, uh, you know, how easy it is to get to you, to, uh, to get your service. And yeah. we'll talk about that in the next episode and we'll dive into that. Uh, so thank you guys for listening. And uh, if you want to learn more about customer experience, 
check us out in two weeks. We'll come out with our next episode. Until then, see you guys later. All right.